Welcome. You're listening to the Leading Hope Podcast. My name is VJ Williams here with my friend and pastor, Kevin Jack. Thank you for joining us and taking time out of your day to become a better leader. If you're new, we release a new episode every Wednesday. The easiest way to remember is to subscribe to your favorite podcast platform. Also share this with a friend on Facebook, Instagram, or YouTube. And please rate and review You will not believe how that helps get this podcast in the hands of so many more leaders just like you. And visit leadinghope.online to get updates and find out more about the Leading Hope community. Kevin, before we get started today. You didn't say say if they rate and review, it would mean the world to us. uh, It it would. I like it when you say that. I know. Yeah, you do. Uh, But hey, listen, we've got a a little bit of an announcement this morning. We've got some live uh, audience. We do. There it is. Oh, and they are louder than I anticipated. That is cool. Some of the staff here at Highland Park is joining us, and we're so grateful for them today uh, to be part of this. Hopefully it helps us be better at this. That's that's the goal. nothing else. But we are starting a new series today. The series is titled Ego Identity and Leadership. This is episode 136, and the title is The Most Important Leadership Question. Yeah, so uh, let me go all the way back. When we started the podcast, one, three, six episodes ago. Uh, the desire was we had this idea. Part of the wording of hope was we were at Be Hope Church at the time. So it was connecting it to the branding to help develop leaders. But it was this idea. It was to say, hey, your leadership will have an impact. You are a leader. You do have influence. It will have an impact. Yeah. And the most important question is not just how to be more effective in your leadership, but what kind of an impact will it have? Are you going to, and so it was this question to say like, hey, this is the Leading Hope podcast. Your leadership will have an impact. Will you lead people towards hope or towards despair? Will you help improve people's lives or will you use them in your process of making yourself bigger? And so I want to really honestly for this series, I want to come back to that question. And to me, this is one of the most important series we've done. And we've covered a lot of stuff. Like we've talked about teams and systems and culture and Man, we've talked about momentum. I can't remember. Decision we've, making. We've talked about resilience. Yeah. But I really kind of view this as like, this is kind of the seminal series for why we're doing this. Oh, that's and so just, just a couple ideas. First off, say that not all effective leadership is good, positive, and healthy leadership. And I want to like, when someone says something like, oh, they're a really good leader. I always want to be like, what do you mean? Do you mean they're really good at, like, building systems, developing teams, casting vision, creating culture? Or do you mean that those who are a part of their leadership become better people? They enjoy their lives more when they sit under that person's leadership. So it's just this idea. Not all effective leadership is good, positive, healthy leadership. So over the next four weeks, starting today, uh, we're going to talk about ego, identity, in leadership. And just to give you some of the episodes coming up, we're going to talk about increasing your confidence. We're going to talk about attacking arrogance. And then we're going to wrap up this series talking about the one way to know if you're a healthy leader. And I am really excited about that episode. But first, I want to get to the most important leadership question, which is our topic of discussion for today. And so the most important leadership question is not what culture are you creating? What vision are you casting? What team are you building? What systems are you developing? It's not any of those things. The most important leadership question isn't what can you do, 
or even what do you want to do, but who are you? Who are you as a leader? And uh, this, isn't, this isn't my take on it, but years ago, Jim Collins wrote this incredible leadership book, and I, I do not criticize the material at all except the title. But he wrote this book titled Good to Great, saying that we need companies, we need leaders that are willing to move from good to great. And the thing that is inherently wrong in the title is that good is a statement of essence. Great is a statement of impact. Yeah. Does this make sense? Yeah. Like, yeah. like good is like good is the opposite of evil, not adequate. Yeah. Good is the opposite of of something that is wicked, something that's wrong, not something that is poorly done. Great is a statement of quantity. Great is a statement of impact. Good is a statement of essence. And, and that is maybe like part of the problem that we need to address is we have people who are willing to move from good to great and to say, no, 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 you need to be good and great. Oh, that's good. You need to be effective in what you're doing and yet the essence of who you are is still good, like it's healthy, it's positive. Um, I put in my notes here, uh, the size of your impact comes from your ability. The quality of your impact comes from your identity. What you do flows from who you are. What you want flows from who you are. How you react flows from who you are. So before we talk about leadership style and creating culture and any of those other things, we should talk about identity. So this is what I want to do is I want to make a really complicated matter uh, overly simple. Okay, so I acknowledge when we do that, we're going we're gonna to miss some important stuff in here when we oversimplify something that's complicated. But if I can give a second on why this is complicated, and that is that everyone thinks that their pursuit is good. Yeah. I've, I've never met anyone who's like, boy, in my life I'm doing this and it's a terrible thing to go after, but... <laughs> Here I am. So we could just like call it out somewhat like uh, the Democrats feel that they are doing good, important work that should be done. The Republicans feel that they are doing good, important work that should be done. Uh, both sides of a war have validated reason why they're at war. Yeah. And like it's afterwards from like wars and national conflicts, we go, they were wrong. They were right. It's typically the side that won, we view as right, because <laughs> history is told by the victors. But like, you, you would even say it like, like um, in Russia and Ukraine right now. And I'm not saying this as a whole, okay? But there are definitely leaders in Russia who go, this is correct. Yeah. This is right. Um, <laughs> to make it absolutely ridiculous. There is a, I'm not saying I agree with this, okay? So, so don't email us on this, all right? I'm not saying I agree with this. But to say, like, if you would say, like, uh, oh, my goodness, what is the unit of police that goes after drugs? Oh, the ATF? SWAT? ATF? ATF. I don't know what that word means. Alcohol, tobacco, firearm. I don't know. Oh, cool. Are we just making up No, I thought it was ATF. Okay, cool. I don't know. What is it? You guys know? The DEA. There we go. It was an acronym. This is it's a good thing. That's why, that's why they're here. Smarter people than us. So we say the DEA is convinced that they're doing good work. Right. The drug dealers are convinced that they're doing something. And I know that sounds ridiculous, but you say it as like, people in that spot view the system is against them and this is the only means of providing a way out for their family in a healthy, sustainable, and then rich life based upon 
how you're doing. I know that sounds ridiculous, but I, I have never met someone. My point is, I've never met someone who says, I am a bad, evil person, and everything that I'm pursuing is worse for society. Okay? Everyone naturally assumes that the thing that they're pursuing is good. Yeah. And so we need to enter into the leadership discussion kind of a little bit of philosophy. <laughs> and I think that's important. Leadership could use a little more philosophy from time to time. It is not the ends that we pursue that determine whether we're good or bad. It is the means that we're willing to use to pursue those ends that separate the good from the bad. Yeah. Okay? So we acknowledge Everyone, you, you may disagree with my examples, but you assume the end that you're pursuing is good. It is the means that you use towards those ends that separate good from evil, that separate good from bad. Are you willing to use the people who are with you, or are you willing to work to make their life better? Are you willing to compromise all morality in order to pursue those ends? Or are you inherently moral and high character in your work? And so we acknowledge that there's some pieces within there in which we're able to separate. You can't just say, well, I'm a good leader because I think I'm a good person. No, part of this is the means that you're willing to pursue. So I want to give you two questions to help identify not the ability of your leadership, but the quality of your leadership. Not the size of your impact, but the essence of that impact in asking this question. Are you leading people towards hope or towards despair? It's not the size of your impact. It is the quality of that leadership. Not are you great, are you good, that matters. So two questions to hopefully help you identify that essence of your leadership. Question number one, when you're squeezed, what comes out? <laughs> you didn't see that coming. That's good. <laughs> and it's just this sense of our reactions are not the sum total of our environment. Our reactions are the output of our essence. You, like, what comes out of you won't be different from what's within you. And it's a stupid illustration. Like, if I squeeze the toothpaste tube, toothpaste comes out. Yeah. Like, the, the pressure, like, w what comes out of it is an indicator of what's already in it, not the pressure around it. Okay? Yeah. And so we say it as, like, my reactions are not the result of my environment. My reactions are the result of what's already within me. Whenever someone cuts me off in the, on the road and I get angry, just that's a little bit of confession. That wasn't an illustration. Yeah. <laughs> and I get angry. They didn't make me angry. Right. I was already angry. Whenever, whenever it gets, like, pressure and stressful and I turn to different coping mechanisms— that the pressure and stress didn't make me do that. That was already within me. Yeah. If, I, if I lie to cover my tracks, I didn't just lie because of the unique circumstances. I inherently, at the core, am willing to compromise truth in order to personally get ahead. And so there is this question in which we need to take account, we need to take inventory, this question of like, hey, when you're squeezed, when, when it's stressful, when pressure is in your life, what comes out of you? Because if it's not good, then you're not good. Yeah. Could we acknowledge that? Like, yeah. I, I know that sounds ridiculous, but to say, like, if what comes out of you when things are rough and hard and difficult is stuff you don't like, then you need to acknowledge that that's in you, yeah. and that will have an impact in your leadership. So that's the first question. When you're squeezed, 
what comes out. Um, I, I just put here in my notes, uh, we have a tendency to view people's missteps as their character and our missteps as a mistake. Oh, yeah. They go, we do them. Oh, that's who they are. But for us, we always have a good reason for why we did that. Ah, it's just a blip on the radar. Yeah. I had a bad moment. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Second question. When you look at yourself, what story do you tell? This is, a, this is kind of a more subtle question. Uh, this, this really gets at the ego issue. But when you look at yourself and your life, what story do you tell? Is your story, this would be kind of like my further press on that question, is your story filled with accounts of the generosity of others or merely your courage and determination? Is your story filled with accounts of the misfortune of your life which lead to the idea of a victim mentality or seasons that served as lessons? And, and, and this distinction makes such a difference in the world. When you look at your life, is it like everything's against me and I keep having to fight and overcome and it's because of my dogged determination that I am where I am? Or, or do you view your story as like, man, I am, I am the product of communities. I am product of the benevolence of others. We, we would say it like this in our context. I'm the product of the blessing of God. It, when you went through a hard season, do you always go through hard seasons? Is this just what happens to you? Or when you went through a hard season, do you look back on it with a sense of fondness of the go, I am who I am today That's because good. I went through that and I went through those lessons. And I, I would say this like this. Uh, there's this famous statement. This is not my statement. Uh, we don't see things as they are. We see them as we are. Yeah. We don't see things objectively. We see things through our unique lens. And so what you see flows from your essence. What you see is who you are. The person who sees generosity in everything is generous at the core. Yeah. The person who sees selfishness and toxicity in everything is typically selfish and toxic at the core. It is amazing that people's evaluation of the world is the clearest reflection of themselves mm. at the core. And it gets at this idea that more important than what you can do more important than what you want to accomplish, more important than the skills that you have, is who you are at the core. You still got more? No, that's it. That's it? Always makes me feel bad when you say that you have more. No, I, well, I, I think there's so much there to break down. <laughs> I mean, I got three more episodes after this, but I'm going <laughs> to stop there for today. I think, uh, so you started this whole thing. First of all, man, there's a, there's a ton there to really, we, what we have, five Give minutes. you five minutes. Five minutes. Go. Uh, the, the, the way you started was not all effective leadership is good, positive, healthy leadership. I think for someone listening today, they're thinking that's probably true. Yeah. Uh, you know, but maybe they're not, they're not diving into it. What are some ways that leadership is bad, negative and not healthy? What are, what are, that they think is effective? Where are, where's our blind spots? Where are we doing things that we think is, is healthy, that's good, but it's not? Uh, I would say it like this. Um, do the mass amount of people who have sat under your leadership, are their lives better? Are they better as people because of your leadership? I, I think that is the most critical question is to say, if the people who are closest to us don't want to continue to follow us, then we're not good leaders. Yeah. And I, I say that that's important. I don't mean like you're not a good leader. You're not a good leader. Yeah. And we have equated they're a good leader with ability alone for far too long and miss the fact that often our, our significant ability in leadership, if it is not accompanied 
by character and a positive, healthy essence to who we are, it is actually that much more dangerous. Yeah. Yeah, you brought up this 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 uh, thing with Jim Collins about good to great, and then you gave a great distinction of what that actually means. Yeah, talk about uh, the need to be good and great. Uh, how does how does one be both? How how are you able to be both with that clear distinction yeah. that you brought up in the beginning? Well, if I could jump back to like I don't know phrases that I was like have just embedded in me for so long that I didn't come up with, but to say, like, you need to work twice as hard on your character as you do your competency. Oh, wow. You need to work twice as hard on who you are as an individual than you do your skill set within there. Yeah. And could we just acknowledge that, like, no one does that. No, yeah. I don't do that. Right. I don't work twice as hard on my character. And so within that gap is it's just ripe for a possibility of toxicity yeah. and to say, if I improve my ability over, I am improving my essence. If the essence of who I am turns bad, then now I'm that much more dangerous to those that I'm leading. Yeah. And <clears throat> you said it earlier, you said it's not the, uh, the ends that separate the good and evil. It's the means, man, this is one that really hit me because I think for most of my career, it was only the ends that mattered. It's yeah. the bottom line, corporate America, some of yeah. our organizations. It's, hey, did you hit the numbers? Yeah. Did you get to what we needed you to get to? And we forget about the road that we took to get there. And I just wrote this down. It's not enough to get where you want to go. It's how you get there that matters most. And for me, <clears throat> that's so important. Talk about that, that, that the things that you need to be aware of as you are trying to hit the goal that makes this actually feasible and uh, good. Yeah. Uh, so personally, I, I was actually at breakfast today um, talking with someone, just experiences prior, churches, stuff like that. And uh, one of the things that I shared is we were a part of a church plant, leading a church plant years ago. You okay? Yeah, I'm good. VJ's choking. I'm if you can't see on video, I, I want to make sure. You didn't need to address that, but thank you. I wanted my goodness to go through that I am more concerned about your personal well-being than... Man, it would be... Look at you working on your character. It would be bad if we had a conversation on goodness, and I'm like, let's just keep going. My co-host is dying on the spot. (laughs) All right. And we're back. (laughs) So having a conversation about our church plan, and uh, just the confession on there, like we started this plant with like six families, and two of them are no longer a part of the church. Oh, wow. At all. And part of that was, I, I'm not going to take sole responsibility for that, but I do need to claim some responsibility for that. That Part of that was they had a poor experience. I wouldn't say it's because of me, but it was partially the environment that I created and some things that I allowed to happen. Okay, So it's not like they would go, it's because of Kevin and how he led, that's why we're no longer a part of the church. But there were some issues that I allowed to fester. There were some problems that I, I didn't handle well within there. And so I just look at that and I go, man, there's so much good that came out of that. So much good, so much significant impact even that came out of that. But, but you can't just gloss over those stories and those people. I think we need to take account of them and to say, hey, if, if our leadership is not having a positive impact on people's lives... I don't care how good you are as a leader. Yeah, that's great. Well, listen, uh, that's all we got time for today. Episode 136 is the most important leadership question. Wrap it up for us. Yeah, I just would say uh, this series comes out of, in many ways, kind of a personal realization that there are few things worse than high-competency, low-character people. 
and that actually becomes dangerous. Yeah. And so to prevent that danger, we need to switch the conversation back. So that's why I'm excited jumping into this series on ego, identity, and leadership. Yeah, join us next week. Thank you so much for joining us today. If you're new to the podcast or haven't yet subscribed, it would mean the world to us. The world. If you did that now. Also post about it, rate and review, or both. You won't believe how that helps get this podcast in the hands of so many more leaders just like you. We love hearing your stories. How the podcast is working in your life or business. If you have a story, visit leadinghope.online and send that to us. We would love to hear from you. And remember, everyone has 20 everyone. minutes to learn to become a better leader. Make it count.